There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the T-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Wednesday, September 6, 2023. Hello. everybody doing out there today i'm your host donald j mcgillicuddy (laughs) all right it's wednesday hump day (laughs) so a couple things guys real quick make sure whatever podcast app you're listening to this on you subscribe you follow and then you share if you're listening to this on pot on a uh on a podcast (laughs) if you're listening to this on apple or spotify make sure you leave us a five star preferably if you feel that we deserve it leave it it's important if you want to leave a comment you can also there too and also guys don't forget the detom store it's on its last legs guys it's on its last legs check it out the link is at the bottom of whatever podcast app you're listening to this on just look for detom store when you click it shop buy stuff help support the show and uh, make sure you use uh, detom in the promo box to get 10% off and uh, also, guys, if you're on social media, if you want to follow the show at uh, Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And then if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. All right. I, I do promise uh, I, I'm going to get some more drink videos up on the Ticker Talker. I just really haven't had the time. I, I just, I can't even, I, I don't want to say that. My life is more important than yours, but it is. No. I just work. I work a lot of hours. I'm sure like you guys also do too. I'm not saying that you don't work. I'm the only one that works. I'm not saying that. But between working my full-time job, trying to fit in a part-time podcast, but I do, you know, I go to the gym. I got my husbandly duties, you know, yard work and so on and so forth. It's just hard to fit that drink video in. But good news. The wife has to work all weekend, so I'm probably going to get a couple of those in. So, 
Follow the show at uh, on the Ticker Talker at Don't Tread on America. And you can find out how to make some of the cool drinks I make right now. As a matter of fact, I'm drinking a Godfather, which I've actually done a uh, video for that. If you want to know how to make it, go to TikTok, find it. It says The Godfather. You'll see me. But nonetheless, I'm drinking that with a new scotch I got yesterday from uh, one Mr. Rod Stewart. It's a uh, scotch, and it's pretty good. So you'll hear me sipping on that as I talk about the world coming to an end. So sugar water. All right. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that covers all the bases. All right, here we go. And we're all going to die, right? So i try and bring this show to you real quick. I don't know if we'll go an hour, but I definitely want to keep it under that. So in my lifetime, back in 1936, what, no, but... In, in the time of my life that I can recall any kind of event, okay, and if you're in your f- mid-40s to 50s, mid-50s or so, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So when I was in, I don't know, junior high, high school, somewhere around there, when I was 14, 13, 14, 15 years old, um, do you recall... A lot of conversations, and even if you're older than that, you know, even if you were older at the time, you probably even recall more so. But, (laughs) like, when I was a kid in high school, the thing was all the girls had the the big hair, right? They had the big Aquanet was the uh, hairspray that, you know, the hairspray was aerosol can, da-da-da-da-da. And then there was a big thing back around that time, the late 80s, that the aerosol cans were causing the ozone layer to deplete, right? You remember that, okay? I'm not, I I don't think I'm dreaming about that. I do recall, oh, it's going to cause a hole in the ozone and we're all going to die, right? Remember that? And and I'm not saying, that's my first memory in my lifetime of the quote-unquote climate crisis, okay? And and I'm, I'm sure there was stuff before then and back in the early 80s and 70s and 60s I I don't know I can't say but as far as it being more of a public spectacle I guess is a good way to put it I remember that kind of being the first thing right and I remember joking you know as a kid you know blaming all the girls because all their hair my sisters had hair like that and I remember one Christmas they got a my parents got them each a, a case <laughs> of hairspray. And it was like, we're going to kill the environment. We're going to burn a hole in the ozone, you know. But since then, for the past, you know, 35, 40 years, it's matriculated onto other entities of a climate crisis. We don't specify what the crisis is. We bounce around from topic to topic. We talk about the ozone layer, and then we talk about the polar ice caps melting, and we talk about, I mean, what was it, Al Gore in, what, 2000? So you're talking 20 years ago or so, that uh, by, I think it was 2012, you know, like Florida was going to be underwater because, you know, we're ruining the environment. We're, you know, climate, you know, what was it, climate warming or whatever the hell they called it. And that's another thing. The phrase always changes to suit their narrative. Now, after the Hawaii situation in Maui, I talked about do weapons, and I told you about HARP, 
And those aren't made-up things. It's not, oh, here goes Don talking about his conspiracy crazy bullshit again. Those are actual things. You can look them up. You can Google them, for, for that matter. Not that I use Google, but if you want to find out the bullshit, <laughs> you can Google it. And H-A-A-R-P, harp, it's a real thing. So for me to sit here and get on the show and talk about how the government, and not just our government, this isn't like the U.S. government is doing these things. Yeah, the harp is in Alaska, and yeah, our government controls that. But if you recall the show I did, I talked about these antennas every 200 miles. That's not like that's an American thing. They're all around the world. Okay, so as much as we want to pretend like we're in battles with China and Russia and whoever and whatever, and we have these, it that's all a show. War, uh, disagreements, in my personal opinion, I think it's all for show. If, if things were as bad as we were led to believe, and it, we hate Russia, Russia hates us, we hate China, China hates us. Russia invaded Ukraine. China's thinking about going into Taiwan. We need to stop them. We got to fight them. 80 years ago, these cunt, not so much China and Russia and whatever, but, you know, Germany, Japan, Italy, these countries didn't talk (laughs) about doing things. They did it. If Russia, and and I'm I'm not going to, dwell on world events i'm going somewhere with this and we're going to focus on climate change my point is this if russia really wanted to take over the world let's just say that's what that's the narrative that we're being told about the ukraine is that this is just one step if we don't stop russia in the ukraine then they're going to go to poland then they're going to go here and they're going to go there and before you know it all of europe's going to be under russian control if that was true and and we could honestly sit here and have a conversation and believe that Putin wanted to take over the world, that China and Russia wanted to tag team and take over the world, don't you think they would have already annihilated um, you, uh, Yugoslavia, uh, Ukraine, right? You think if, if what's going on in Ukraine wasn't about the things I've told you about, a regional skirmish over the Donbass region and true Russians that live in that area wanting out, wanting to secede from Ukraine to become a Rus- part of Russia and Russia helping them. If you don't, if you thought that I was lying about that and that uh, Russia wanted to ally with China and take over the world, they would have already gone through Ukraine and gone to Poland and gone to Hungary and gone and gone and gone. They wouldn't be matriculating for damn near two years now in fucking Ukraine. It has nothing to do with world domination. If they wanted to try and do that, they would already be trying to do that. I'm not saying that Russia and China would succeed in that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that if we are to believe that that is their goal, they would already be doing it. China would have already invaded Taiwan. Hell, they probably would have already invaded uh, fucking Japan and you know Vietnam and the Southeast and all that bullshit over there. But that's not the case. So when I say it's all for show, it's because when you talk about weather anomalies, let's call it that. Some people are going to call it climate crisis, climate change, da-da-da, da-da-da. I'm going to call it climate anomalies. 
we in this country talk about hurricanes and fires and forest fires and, you know, uh, the forest fire slash neighborhood fire that was in Maui. Hurricane just hit Florida. You had the torrential downpours in Nevada. Forest fires all around the country. Um, we in America, we think of it as an American thing. And it's not true. These same events, hurricanes, typhoons, cyclones, whatever you want to call them, happen all around the world. <laughs> okay? Forest fires happen all around the world. Droughts or torrential downpours, flooding, happens all around the world. Okay? Now, we can blame it on one of a couple of things. We can say either A, it's climate change. It's because man and carbon and cow farts and whatever other bullshit they want to tell you is why. Or um, we could go the conspiracy theory route and say that it's more along the lines of government situations. And the only reason I'm going to kind of fall in all of these categories is hurricanes and typhoons and cyclones and tornadoes and forest fires and droughts and torrential downpours and flooding have been going on since the the Bible was wrote, right? See Noah, okay? Now, the reason I bring that up is this. We can, if you believe in God and, and Jesus and the Bible, if you believe the, the written word is the word of God, and we talk about Noah, and I'm not going to get on a whole Bible thumping situation. I'm not going to tell you to change, turn to you know Genesis one one and let's start here. God created you know I'm not going to do that. But get your Bibles out and turn to now. In the Bible, it talks about the Great Flood, right? Noah build the ark, get the animals. Now, for those of you that don't know, the reason it is speculated. Or I shouldn't even say speculated. The reason that happened is, and and the reason I say that is this: is you if you are a non-believer, okay, or if you are not a Christian, if you're a Jew, if you're Jewish, if you're Hindu, if you're whatever, in each of these different quote-unquote Bibles of different religions, okay, there is mention in said Bible of the Great Flood. The time span is about the same, whether you're looking in the Quran. You're looking in the Hindu Bible, uh, you know, the Holy Bible, the you know, whatever you're looking in, it's in there. It might not be described the same way, but it's there. Not to mention the fact that there's been scientific proof of a great flood. Um, but anyway, the idea or the point of it was Noah had to build the ark, gather all of God's creatures. Right, man, male, male and female. I don't say man and woman, but male and female of God's creatures. Now, why is that important? Because in those days, it's speculated that even though, as much as we want to believe that science didn't exist until today, there is reason to believe that man. And I'm going to take a sip of my Wolfie's whiskey from Rod Stewart. Hold on. Mm. There is reason to believe that back in those days that man was messing with God's creations, with animals trying to crossbreed, trying to cross, um, 
mutate. You know, some would say that's where the the legend of the unicorn came from is where they took a horse and a whatever and, you know, or the platypus and, and these different animals that aren't don't seem to be a natural phenomenon like a dog, a cat, a horse, a pig, you know, a cow, monkey, whatever. Um, so as the story is written, God told Noah to build the ark, gather these God's creations, and then he flooded the earth to wipe out all of the, the evil, all of the non-God's creations, all of what man tried to recreate, tried to mess with God's creations. Okay, and not for nothing, but the rainbow that you see when it does rain is, you know, as it's written, is a promise from God that he will never do that again. Okay, but have you noticed, and I'm just going to throw this out there. I live in Florida, where it generally rains at some point every day, just about. We have times where it doesn't rain, but during the summer, it generally rains every afternoon. Now, I'm not saying I've never seen a rainbow lately, but I've seen very few rainbows lately. But I still see the rain. We still see the flooding. And the reason I bring this up is this. What if climate change, climate crisis, whatever you want to call it, what if it isn't real? I personally believe that... On an average number, you're going to have rain, you're going to have droughts, you're going to have tornadoes and forest fires and hurricanes and cyclones and typhoons and whatever they're called in different parts of the world. I think that's a natural occurring phenomenon. The intensity or the uh, number of those events throughout the world have increased. We can't deny that. We can we can point to records and see that it is true but why is it true is it because man carf you know cow farts and whatever or is it god's wrath is god coming to seek revenge on man not not i say on man not like me as a man but as a human being to because he's you know he's a little pissed off and it's not instant god doesn't do anything instant what if this is God's wrath? What if this is the beginning or the middle of God's wrath? And you could say, Don, why you? Why would you think that? Why would you say that? Well, I don't know exactly how everything goes around the world. So from this point, I'm going to focus on America as far as why God would be pissed at us, at mankind in America. And I, you know, I could even go as far as I'm sure other countries have similar situations especially probably in europe and like in canada we know and stuff like that but between the trans movement uh and i'm not even going to talk about the the lesbian gay the the lgb movement and i'm stopping there lbg the lay uh lay the <laughs> lesbian gays uh bisexuals whatever those you know that's a conversation for another day. It's the trans aspect of it. And what I mean by that is if if you believe the Bible and that God flooded the earth and had Noah build the ark and so on and so forth because man was messing with God's creation. So if you can believe that, 
then you would also believe that you and I, we are God's creations, right? We might have a mom and a dad, and we know how things work in that situation, how babies are made, but if you believe in God and that we are all God's creations, then why uh, you believe you have a soul and that soul is eternal and it's eternal to God, right? So if man is messing with God's creation, if man is convincing boys or men to become women and women or girls to become men, then why would that not fall in the same category as uh, a scientist in prehistoric times taking a horse and trying to make a unicorn with by combining a you know a rhinoceros or however that went about you understand what i'm saying so if we talk about transvestites and 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 drag queen story time and and i know drag queens and transvestites are a little bit different situation those are just people that dress up whereas transvestites are actually changing your physical body your God's creation to become something that you're not. Um, and that's where I'm going with this. And then, it, and it's even more so like, I've never had a problem with anybody's sexuality. Like I've said this time and time again, if you want to be gay, that's your deal. Be gay, be whatever you want to be, because when it all comes down to it, it's going to be between you and God as far as what happens to you. But I think it's safe to say that if you believe in God and you believe in heaven and hell and you are a man changing into a woman, chances are you're not hearing this because you're probably not listening to the show, but whatever. Or you're a man or a woman changing into a man. You're getting the bits and pieces. You're getting the whole nine yards. I'm not saying you're dressing up. I'm not saying that you're a woman and you're taking testosterone and you're dressing like a man. I'm not saying that you're a man and you're taking um estrogen and you're dressing like a woman i'm talking you're a woman you get your your uh upper body <laughs> tits and what if i go you get your tits cut off right and you're taking testosterone you get a strap on you get a whole you do the whole fucking nine yards you are messing with god's creation if you're a man and you get breast implants and you get your junk cut off and you get a banana split and you go the whole fucking todd right you are messing with God's creation. Now, those numbers have steadily increased over the last couple of years in this country and in other countries. This isn't an American thing. So, if you believe in God, and he is watching down upon us, and he sees this, well, obviously, he's going to take issue with it. Now, he could take issue with it with the person that's becoming whatever, he could even take issue with the doctor that is performing said surgeries to let the person become whatever, right? And I don't know when transvestism, but transvestitism, whatever, started. I, I don't know the date on July 10th, 1952, the first, you know, I don't know, I, whatever. And it might have been like, hey, whatever. But as time has gone by, it's like talked about. So, which means it's happening more than we probably realize it's happening in this country and others. So, God sees that. Now, I think where he might even take more issue with that situation is when you start to involve children in that situation. Now, it's my personal opinion, take it for what it's worth, that no person, if you're a man 
and you feel like you should be a woman, then you can play dress up. And if you want to be that way, be that way. But I think when you start, like I said, messing with God's creation, you're causing Ed a rip in the, uh, in the, uh, the belief of God. But it hurts even worse. It hurts God even worse when you involve children. Because children are confused people as it is. Then if you have people, whether they're teachers, doctors, guidance counselors, whatever the case may be, encouraging that confusion, and even some parents for that matter, then I think that's really pissing him off. So there's six things that you need to know about God's wrath. Now, um, the wrath of God, according to John Scott, his steady, unrelenting, unremitting, uncompromising antagonism to evil in all forms of manifestations. So the anger of God is not like our anger. Like when I get mad, I get mad. I don't kind of get mad. I don't matriculate to getting mad. I can literally go from zero to 100 in five seconds. And, and those people that listen to the show that personally know me, know me. Okay? And, and as I've grown older, I've tried to control that. But it, it is what it is. Okay? I'm not trying to fake the funk. I, I can literally go from smiling one second to wanting to rip your head off the next. I always try to stay in a good mood. But it's hard. And you probably, if you don't know me personally, you probably know people like me. So when we speak about the wrath of God, remember that it is the wrath of God. So everything we know about God, he is just, he is love, he is good, needs to be poured into our understanding of his wrath. The words anger and wrath make us sing about our personal experiences. You, you may have suffered because of someone who was un, uh, habitually angry. Like, so I don't ever, I don't take my anger out on, like me and my wife will have an argument, but I would never dare in my life think about striking her. I'm not that guy. If it's to the point where I'm so mad, I'll walk out. I'll go for a walk. I'll, you know, sometimes you have to cool down, right? Um, but we know of situations where there are men and some women that can't control that. So, um, you know, we know someone who is habitually angry, loses their temper, or flies into a rage. Our anger can often be unpredictable, petty, and disproportionate, which is true. Like what I just said, I can literally go from zero to 100 like that. And it's unpredictable. And I'll be the first one to admit it. It is a lot of times petty. The things I get mad about are stupid. I'm the first one to admit it. And, um, you know, disproportionate. I'm not fair in my anger. <laughs> it's not like I fly off the handle and then five seconds later, oh, you know what, you're probably right. I, I am very unpredictable. I'm very petty in my anger and very disproportionate. As much people that have the same issues probably are. And I think if you're listening to this and you can identify with what I'm talking about, you need to get to that point where you can accept that what you're doing is natural as long as you can control it. Although these things are often true of human anger, none of them are true 
of of anger of the anger of God. God's wrath is just as measured response of his holiness towards evil, which means it's it's elongated. So God's wrath is provoked. The anger of God is not something that resides in him by nature. It, it is a response to evil. It is provoked. The Bible says God is love. That is nature. God's love is not provoked. He does not love us because he sees some wisdom, beauty, or goodness in us. He loves you because he loves you. And you can never get beyond that. That's out of Deuteronomy 7.7. 7. So what that means is it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, uh, he loves you. And it's one of the greatest things in the Christian religion is that he will forgive you. You can be you can be a bad person. You can you've seen situations of murderers on death row and and they ask God for forgiveness. Now, if you believe in the Bible and you believe in all of that, then you would say that person just killed 30 people and he or she or whatever is going to death row and they're getting the gas chamber. But he asked God for forgiveness. So you are to believe that he went to heaven because he asked God to wash away his sins. Now, you have to believe that that's what happens because you have to believe. Now, if you don't believe, then you're going to say that this guy killed 30 people. He asked God for forgiveness, but surely he's going to hell. But here's the thing. If you believe that someone could be so evil and then ask God for forgiveness, but you don't believe that that person can go to heaven, that because of the evil he did or she did, that person's going to have to go to, to hell. Well, you can't believe in hell if you don't believe in forgiveness. Okay? So... But God's wrath is different. His holy response to the intrusion of evil into this world. If there was no sin in the world, there would be no wrath of God. So the Bible's teaching about the wrath of God is different from ancient mythologies. Gods who run around frustrated and fuming. God's anger is his settled resolve that evil will not stand. That's why it's not a quick Reaction, Like, you could sit here and be listening to this and say, well, Don, if what you're saying is true, every time someone went through a trans surgery, then God would punish us. Okay. Well, let's look at that. Let's say you're right. Could that explain the increase in weather anomalies? I'm just asking the question. If we can show proof, and I'm going to get to that here in a minute, that weather has increased over the past hundred years, could it be? Could it be that God's wrath is slowly churning up? Okay. <clears throat> so God is slow to anger. I mean, if you if you believe history as we're told, the earth. Well, I shouldn't say the earth, but, um, you know, this is 2023. So Jesus died on the cross 2,023 years ago. Um, he was born prior to that. Now we, we can know, we know that there's record of, of life prior to Jesus, 
Um, so we know man's been on this earth for a little while. And we believe that, obviously, Jesus was the Son of God. He didn't create the earth and the heavens. Um, but God created Adam and Eve and then so on and so forth. So for however long the time frame is on that, it's it's argued to be whatever. But nonetheless, there's been sin since day one. And as the world become became more populated, then obviously there's been more sin. Because none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. I don't care who you are, what your title is. None of us are perfect. Every single one of us sin. And if you can't wrap your head around that, then you're sinning. <laughs> so why does God allow evil to continue in the world? Why does he not just wipe it out? You know, we've asked, I've asked that question. Me and Chris have had conversations. You know, I, I feel like I'm a good person. I feel like I do all the good things. Why do bad things happen to me? You've probably asked that to yourself. Well, because deep down inside, we all sin. We probably sin every day. And, you know, oh, well, Don, you're drinking alcohol. You're sinning. Well, I mean, okay. Is drinking alcohol a sin? I guess if you look at the seven deadly sins, okay, I don't know what that would fall under. I know alcohol consumption isn't necessarily a deadly sin. I don't know if it would fall under um, gluttony or, you know, something along those lines. But, okay. But if you just look at those seven sins, then every single one of us sin every day. At one of those, one of those seven, every one of us do. If nothing else, just look at the the world in general. <laughs> we are all uh, an overweight species compared to fifty, a hundred years ago, and that right there is gluttony. That's a sin. Okay, so that's why I mean he can't just wipe it out because he'd wipe out everybody. But is that what's coming around God holds out the offer of grace and forgiveness in Jesus Christ Peter 3 9 um, people are coming to him in faith and repentance every day and God patiently holds the door of grace the day of God's wrath will come but God is not in a hurry to bring it because then the door of grace will be closed God's wrath is revealed now how does God reveal his wrath when sinners suppress the truth about him, exchange the truth for a lie, and worship created things rather than the creator? God gives them up. And what does that mean? Every one of us, I, I hate to say that. I hate to say this because I fall in this line, and you do too. I'm currently sitting in the DTOM studios. Okay. Now, I jokingly say the DTOM studios like I'm in some fucking high-rise uh, penthouse uh, skyscraper overlooking, uh, you know, <laughs> Niagara Falls in my luxury uh, studio. You know, it's, it's my man cave, okay? <laughs> but uh, we uh, worship created things, created things. So everything in this room was created by somebody okay i've got toys because <laughs> you know i'm 12 i've got toys that my grandkids have given me oh pops are like this here i've got posters of naked girl no i'm joking 
I've got, you know, obviously those of you that know me, if you don't know me, whatever, I'm a Gator fan, although this year's probably going to be a tough one, but nonetheless, Gator, Gator sign autograph uh, posters from throughout the years. I got sign autographs from Tony Gwynn and Fred Taylor and uh, Tim Tebow and Danny Warfel and then 96 championship team and then 98, you know, I, I, I get around. Okay. I don't worship those things, but by hanging them and seeing them every day and looking at my, my, my guns and my whiskey and whatever else is in this room, my record collection, you could say that I worship created things. I don't worship them. I don't come in here and like, Oh, Tim Tebow. Oh, the Beatles albums. Oh, you know, I don't do that, but they're here. So one could say by displaying this stuff, I'm worshiping it. But I also believe that God will forgive me because I don't come in here, like I said, I don't worship to any of these people. But it depends on your definition of worship. Um, so one writer states... Paul is not teaching that one day God will punish Roman civilization for its vice and decadence on the country. This, uh, the vice and decadence are themselves God's punishments. Their punishments was greed, envy, strife, deceit, violence, and faith, faithlessness. When we see the moral fabric of our culture being torn, then as Christian believers, we should cry to God for mercy. So essentially, they're saying that the the suffering of uh, of you know of personal abuse is God's punishment on that person. But I think it also could be getting to the point where maybe it's getting to the point where there's too much. And I'm not saying that every natural phenomenon that occurs is the work of God not saying that what happened in Maui or what happened with the hurricane just recently in Florida are are is God's wrath okay God's wrath is stored up the whole Bible story leads to today when God will deal with all evil fully finally and forever this will be the day of wrath when God will recompense every evil and bring to judge every sin. God will do this in perfect justice. The punishment for every sin will match the crime. When the judgment is done, every mouth will be stopped because everyone will know that God judge in righteousness and justice. Then God will usher in a new heaven and a new earth, which will be home to the righteousness. <clears throat> so, and that's why... They tell you when you were a child, and if your parents or your grandparents, whatever, believed, they told you say your prayers every night. Talk to God. I talk to God every day. Um, and it should be because of that, because we sin every day. We do. It's in our nature, unfortunately. Um, and we never know <laughs> when that day of wrath is going to come does does a person you know people die every day is that their personal wrath is god taking them because of whatever maybe but 
if you believe in the Bible, then you can get wrap your head around the fact that one day it's all going to come to the end. Not to just you or me or the next person. All of us are going to seek judgment on the same day. God's wrath is on sinners. In John 3.36, he does not say the wrath of God will come on the disobedient. He says, whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. It is already there. Why is it already there? By nature, we are children of wrath. It is the state in which we are born. So, what at the end of the day is the greatest human problem? It is not that we are lost and need to find our way onto a spiritual journey. It is not that we are wounded and need to be healed. At the core of human problems is we are sinners under the judgment of God and the divine wrath hangs over us unless the unit is taken away. Or, I'm sorry, until it is taken away. Um... So, essentially, we are all screwed now. And that's where I'm going with this. So, you know, I found this article. This is out of UN, out of the UN. UN News, okay? And it's a couple of years old, so whatever. Climate change has increasingly extreme weather. Or I'm sorry. Climate change and increasingly extreme weather events have caused a surge in natural disasters over the past 50 years disproportionately impacting poor countries and World Meteorological Organizations, the UN Office for Disaster Risk Reduction said on Wednesday. Now, this was Wednesday. This was September 1st, 2021. So, I'm not going to go through this whole story. I'm actually just going to talk off of that, what I just read. 50 years. So, in 2021, when this was written, 50 years ago, it was 71. I think it's safe to say that it's it's an interesting timeline. So if you're older, if you're, I, I can't imagine there's a whole lot of people that listen to this show that's in their 70s. I know of one, but if you're my age, if you're 50, okay, and, and I'm not even going to say if you've talked to your parents about whatever, but think about your grandparents. Like my grandparents are dead, obviously. My my dad is dead. My mom's 72, one, two, one. She'll be 72 this year. And so as a 72-year-old, uh, she was born in 51. So she was still a child. And then say 71, she was 20. So it's it's more interesting to talk to your grandparents. So if, you're, if your grandparents are 80 years old and they're of conscious mind, it would be interesting to talk to them, and I recall having conversations with my grandfather and my grandmother about how things were back in the day. Times were easier. The wife was able to stay home, help with the children. The, the husband was able to work and provide for the family. They had a house. They had a car. They, you know, And it's crazy, and I've had this talk about this before, how times have changed from, say, the 40s and the 50s where you could have a one income household and this has nothing to do with climate change and, and whatever but I'm looking at the time frame so it was probably in the late 60s into the early 70s where that started to change where you needed to 
incomes. You needed the husband and wife to both work. And it's, is it not interesting that if you look at that time frame, that over the past 50 years, natural disasters have disproportionately impacted the world? Right? There's been a surge in natural disasters over the past 50 years. Now, is it because humans, and, and I'm basing my number off of how America was in the 40s and 50s leading into the 70s, 80s, 90s. I don't know how it was in Europe and other countries as far as two-parent households. And, and also, if you think about it, too, back in the, back in the day, there was a lot less divorce um, in all cultures, whether it was white, black, Hispanic, whatever it was. You, you saw two-parent households, and I think that makes a big difference. Now, I'm not sitting here lecturing anybody because I've been divorced. Um, so, like I said, we're not perfect. No one's perfect. But could all of these things be coincidence? Or is it a situation where if things started to go awry 50 or so years ago, or even, let's say, 60 years ago, that 50 years ago, weather events started to increase? I know the population has obviously increased in that time frame, so you could make that argument, I guess. You can have those people make that argument. You could also say 50 years ago, um, they started experimenting with, with weather uh, manipulation, whether it was cloud seeding or different situations. And we know this happened in Vietnam. It didn't think about happening. We don't think it happened. We don't believe it happened. We don't conspiracyize that it did happen. It happened. <laughs> so I'm looking at the time frame. So if we're messing with God's creations, now if, if you want to say God's creations is human, me, you, the next person, the little kids, whatever, or God's creation was also, is, or shouldn't was, is also this place we call Earth that we live on. If we're, if we are, as I'm not saying me and you, but we as a human race, messing with God's creation, whether it is changing the sex of human beings, uh, manipulating animals, or manipulating the weather, we're messing with God's creations. Weather happens. Rains happen. Fires happen. The intensity and manifestation of those as if they've, they've increased as human man has messed with that. So is it safe to say that maybe, maybe the reason a lot of these things are happening is because man is messing with God's creation. So you have man, whether you want to say the U.S. government or every other government in this country, in this world, or it's a combination of them plus God's wrath, why you see the increase of those things. I just find it interesting. If you look at the time frame of everything that's happened, it matches up. And like I said, a couple weeks ago, I did the show on the harp. I did Project Woodpecker. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. These are facts. These aren't my interpretation of what I believe might have happened. It's fact. 
Project Woodpecker really happened. Harp really exists. Do weapons really exist. It's not conspiracy theories. It's not wishful thinking. It's not something I saw on a movie. It's none of that. It's actual fact. Okay? Like I said, I encourage you, Project Woodpecker, if you have not listened to it, please, it was just about a month or so ago. It wasn't that long ago. Scroll back, look for it. If you saw it and saw Project Woodpecker, why don't I care about Woody Woodpecker? I don't give it. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. But I got two more things, and I'm going to close it out. So this was Biden the other day when he was in Florida. Okay? And he was speaking, I think it was in Live Oak. And I'm going to play this. And it's it's a minute long, but I'm it's only the first 30 seconds that I really want you to hear. And I'll probably play it two or three times. And I'll have to turn it up. So please listen to what he says. Don't think that he was saying something he's not. Listen to the words that actually come out of his mouth. I want to reiterate that appreciation today. I also convened my entire cabinet as part of a whole of government response. And that response is to increase the number and intensity of the extreme weather events and be wary we're going to be use all the resources available to the government to do it. Did you catch that? Here, let me play it again. Now listen very closely. I'm a, I got it as loud as I can possibly play it. I want to reiterate that appreciation today. I also convened my right entire here. cabinet as part of a whole of government response. And that response is to increase the number and intensity of the extreme weather events and be wary we're going to be use all the resources available to the government to do it. We're going to use all of the government resources to increase weather phenomenons. I'm going to play it one more time, then I'm going to go to one other thing that really has got me pissed off at this dude. I want to reiterate that appreciation today. I also convened my entire cabinet. Right here. Listen. As part of a whole of government response. And that response is to increase the number and intensity of the extreme weather events and be wary we're going to be use all the resources available to the government to do it. Now, people will say, oh, come on, Don. He just misspoke. He just, He's reading a fucking paper. It's not like he's spitballing out of the top of his fucking brain. He's reading it off of a piece of paper. Now, what kills me, I I found this clip initially on TikTok. And the reason I didn't play that one was because it was very, you know, so it was very sounded horrible. Now, I had to search <laughs> Twitter or X, whatever the fuck it's called, to find this clip. Okay. Now, this was posted by LWNC News. Whoever that is, I don't know. Uh, breaking news, world finance, politics, entertainments, and sports, LWNC News. Okay, I don't know where they're from, whatever. So, <laughs> the the caption says, News, Biden in Florida. Nobody can, this is, how, this is what they wrote. And this is how you know that whatever their belief at LWNC is, they either didn't pay attention to what he said, they assumed he said something he didn't say, or they don't really care what he said because he's Biden, right? He, they write, nobody can deny the impact of climate crisis. Nobody intelligent can deny the impact of climate crisis anymore. 
Yeah. Really? Government response. And that response is to increase the number and intensity of the extreme weather events and be wary we're going to be use all the resources available to the government to do it. Okay. That sounds like he's saying that we're going to increase events because I'm going to use all the resources of the government. Okay. Okay. I, I, I didn't, I'm not making that up. I didn't splice and cut. I don't have that kind of skill. Those are his words. He said it. He's reading off a piece of paper. You guys take it for what you want to believe. But then furthermore, whether what happened in Maui was an act of God, an act of shitty government, an act of poor planning on the, on the Hawaiian, uh, you know, governor and, and management, land management, whatever, or it was a due weapon. It was the elite trying to take over the land, whatever, whatever you want to believe. Okay. The fact of the matter is this, and this is what really pisses me off. This was actually the show that I had written for Friday. And this was my fired up Friday moment. So since it's Wednesday, it's my wacky Wednesday. <laughs> Biden's FEMA administrator, blah, 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 administrator, Deanne Criswell, says FEMA has no plans to provide more than $700 worth of aid per victim of the Lahana, Hawaii fires. Population of Lahaina is 13,000. That's only 1.9 million. Now, we talked about this when this broke. This isn't breaking news. I'm not breaking anything news. We knew about the $700. We talked about it, um, about it being 1.9 million. And I was pissed off then. The fact that he's come out and said, or that this person has come out and said, that's it. That's all they're getting. Not even, not even. Uh, I don't even think it's $700 per person. I think it's per household. So I don't know if that 13000 is the population or, or the houses. I don't know. But nonetheless, regardless of it being per person or per house, whatever it is, it's still only $1.9 million. And like I said before, in the meantime, we're surpassing $100 billion for a bullshit situation in Ukraine. I'm not even calling it a war anymore. It's a bullshit situation. So anyway, look at that. Just under an hour. You're welcome. <laughs> That's all I got, guys, today. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and cut it off there because I really need to wind down, finish this whiskey, and, and hit the bed because uh, I'm tired. Tired, balls. So, guys, please, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, please give us a five-star. Give me, show me some love. Come on. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. I know the thing that kills me is I know the majority of the downloads – of this show come off of Apple Podcasts. Well, how do you know that, Don? Well, because I can see it. Okay? And the second most is Alpha Spotify. So I would say roughly 50-60% of the people that are listening to this listen to it on either Apple or Spotify. And I appreciate that. I don't care what app you listen to it on. I'm not sitting here. I own steak and McGillicuddy uh, pod share. I don't care. Uh, whatever you listen. As long as you listen to it, that's all that matters to me. But... If the 60% or so of you guys that are listening to this on Apple and or Spotify, hit the five star. It's it's really not that hard. You can do it. You can do it. Just scroll scroll up. Scroll up. See right there it says leave a review. Five star. Boom. Hit it. And then in the box down there you can say, hey, Don's great. He's the the voice of reason for a dude with a part with a full time job and a part time podcast. He's bringing the heat. He's bringing the fire. He needs to go national. Oh, <laughs> but seriously, uh, it'd be great, guys. It'd help the show because I know 
this show gets shadow banned. If nothing else, even if it's for what I say, if it's nothing else, it's because of the logo of the show. I'm not changing the logo. It is what it is. So the best way for us to fall into the algorithm is for you to share this, number one. But also give us a review. Follow the show on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. And um, those things happen. It, it, it'll it matriculate down the field. It'll, it'll help us. So please, the little things, the little things I ask for. I get it. If you don't have the extra money, you don't want to go to the Detom store. I get it. Trust me. I understand. You're listening to the podcast. Pushing that five star doesn't cost you a penny. So what you will be doing by doing that is helping me out, helping the show out. So just it's the little things I ask for, guys. If you could please help me out with that. And like I said, if you're on social media, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, or the Ticker Talker, and you want to find out and make some cool-ass drinks, follow us on TikTok there at Don't Tread on America, Facebook and Instagram. And also, I'm on X Twitter, Twitter X, whatever it's called. And uh, that's DTOM underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, it's cool. I get it. I understand. If it wasn't for the show, I probably wouldn't be either. Uh, website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com, guys. And with that being said, you guys have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday. Have a blessed Thursday. And I will be here Friday come hell or high water, which hopefully neither of those come. You guys have a fantastic day, and I'll talk to you again then. Peace out.